It's time for the PSL Radio Show. For all you need to know about the Premier Soccer League, fixtures, results, and all the latest news. Proudly brought to you by APSA. Today, tomorrow, together. PSL Radio Show. So, SFM South Africa's news and information leader. Let's get straight into the action with Fair Lamont. Well, Golden Arrows beating Mamelodi Sundowns 2-1 on Saturday afternoon. They continue their very positive return to the EFSA Premiership. But the man responsible for all three points is the man that got the decisive goal. And I'm glad to say he's on the line. Ryan Chapman, good to chat to you. Hello. Hi. Hi, Ben. Thank you very much for having me. Congratulations on the win and indeed on the winning goal. Yeah, thank you. I think I think it was a much needed one. Well, not really much win, much needed, but like we were looking for the three points, and we thought we could get them, and we did in the end. Gee, so, well, I remember the days when you played in attacking positions, Ryan, uh, and, and uh, you, sh- you showed some <laughs> some signs of that uh, striker's prowess again with a uh, with a beautiful finish. How did it feel to be scoring again? Yeah, no, it feels great. Like you said, I've been all over the show kind of all season. I found myself as right back, but. Uh, I prefer playing in attacking positions, and I think it just showed on Saturday. Yeah, it really did. But I mean, how, how do you um, feel about that goal? I mean, it was the ultimate counterattack, wasn't it? It started with your goalkeeper, inch perfect pass from Ganyuso Tele, who'd received it via the back line, and then that finish. You, you must feel somewhat rejuvenated in a sense. Yeah, I do. I mean, the reason I came down was because of the coach, and he like, kind of explained to me that he wants me to play in a more attacking position, and that's that's like the reason that I came down and I've been enjoying it like the guys make me feel welcome and I think we have a really really talented team out here Yeah you, you mentioned that you sort of um, skipped around a little bit not only from positions but clubs too I mean you're on loan from Vitz you were at Supersport last season uh, Arrows now and having only recently made your way to KZN it looks like you've settled though I mean it, it must be the type of environment that's allowed you to settle very quickly Yes, it definitely did. Like I said before, um, I had a chat to the coach before I came down, so I knew exactly what I was in for. And as well, on my arrival, the guys were very welcoming and like they made me feel at home straight away. And like everyone at the club has just been great in that regard. Okay, so uh, let's talk about the game specifically. Pizza Musimani, uh, one thing he said after the match is that Sundowns didn't deserve to lose. He said the red card changed the game. H- how do you feel overall? Yeah, I think even my comments after the game, I think we, I think we were deserving of the win. I mean, the red card did change it, but if you saw from the from the start of the game, we looked very attack minded, and we had a couple of chances early on, and we got the early goal before the red card even. Yeah. So, I mean, that already just showed the intent of the team. And obviously, when I went down to ten, that did change the game like a, a bit. But I think they actually started dominating the game <laughs> a bit more for the did. ten men. They yeah. did, they did. You spot on with that. Uh, Tempo Zwane came on off to the red card and scored a, scored a goal. Exactly, yeah. They look, they look a lot sharper. I think, I think it's always difficult to play against 10 men. I mean, us having the 11th man, we kind of relaxed a bit and they were just coming at us. I find it amazing, though, that uh, this is now twice that you've played against, uh, you know, you, you find yourself in positions where you're playing where red cards have been issued as, as a team, Golden Arrows. But yeah. you, you seem to come out on top every time. What's Sadami what's Latraka been working on with you guys for, for much of the, uh, the time that you've been there? Is there anything specific? Is it, is it psychological? Is it, is it fitness? Is it physical uh, you know, aspects? What, what, what's he work on more? I think a lot of a lot of it is the mental side that he's been working on. Like he, he tries to get the guys to to be confident and to play an attacking brand of football because that's what he wants. Like 
short passing game, not just giving the ball away, trying to keep possession. And I think that's that's what's paying off because the players that we have are, are good at that, and like those are their strengths. And he's 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 like noticed that, and he's trying to implement that basically. Yeah, one thing that really has to do, I, I think for me, you look at that match, you, you spoke about how, how you started. I mean, just the incredibly high tempo of the match. There was a time yeah. when I was thinking, um, are they going to be able to do this for 90 minutes? Because it yeah, just, no, look, exactly. <laughs> were you guys just buoyed by, by the quality of the opposition? You know, they say teams are always buoyed when they're playing Chiefs, Pirates, Sundowns. Or, or is it that we can actually expect to see this quality from Arrows throughout the season? Honestly, like you say, when you do play against those teams, you don't need to be motivated or anything. But <clears throat> with the coach that we have, he wants us to play like that week in, week out, regardless of who the opponents are. And I think that will be the only challenge, is that when we don't play against one of the bigger teams, is to get the guys motivated, if you know what I mean. Like, to go out and always want to win the three points and give our all. In terms of uh, the side that that has come up from the National First Division, is there a sense, though, that the players around you, although the squad is somewhat changed, that they want to prove a point in their Premier Soccer League this season? How much talk is there about making sure, first and foremost, that they remain in the PSL and, and almost, as I say, wanting to prove a point? I don't, I don't think it's actually wanting to prove a point. I think that it's just it's a bunch of guys that want to do well in the league. Like They're not just here to add numbers. We actually want to want to do as well as we can, maybe even get into the top eight. And, I mean, that's a big objective for a team that just came up in the, in the first division. But that's how ambitious the team is. In terms of ambitious, though, you've got to have a, a decent mix of youth and experience. But when you look at the experience around you, you look at a guy like Mabudi Kanyeza. Just how much yeah. credit have you got to give a guy like that who's, who's been through just about everything you can go through in a football career yeah. and still seems to be working his socks off? No, you really do. You have to. And the nice thing about Nabuti is he's a very humble guy. He's down to earth. And he's the one that's always talking to the players and like bringing them together, helping them child. And even with the younger guys, he's like trying to keep them on the right path, you know, encouraging them, telling them what it's like playing at the top level. And I think he's a great guy for that. And with, with regards to work ethic, I mean, he's probably one of the first guys at training and he's always, always working harder than everyone else. Well, let's talk about your own game. I mean, aside from that uh, that winning goal, obviously, and, and great to see you playing some uh, attacking football in an attacking position, but what, what do you still harbour dreams of doing and what do you still harbour dreams of achieving, be it domestically, internationally, with the national team? What do you dream of? Well, I guess I dream of getting, possibly getting back into the national team, but, I mean, that's still a little while away. I need to be playing more regularly, and I think that's, I'm going to be able to do that this season. I need to get my fitness up a bit because I never really had a pre-season with, with it. And yeah, that's, that's basically it for now. Just to do as well as I can with the team. I mean, honestly, there's no, there's no pressure out here. Obviously, because the team just came up, but I mean, we want to do as well as we can. Well, you've uh, really started the season uh, spectacularly well overall. But uh, listen, uh, Ryan, it's been great to chat to you. Wonderful to see you scoring again. Congratulations on the winner. And listen, best of luck against Black Aces next week when you meet them. Yeah, thank you so much for that. I really appreciate it. Did you know that the revised BEE codes of good practice exempt enterprises with less than 10 million rent turnovers from applying for a BEE certificate through a verification agency? 
For transactions that require a BEE certificate, you can make a sworn affidavit. A template is available on the DTI and CIPC websites. Alternatively, register for a free BEE certificate on the CIPC self-service terminals. For more information on the revised BEE codes, visit the dti.gov.za. The DTI towards full-scale industrialization and inclusive growth. When you purchase prescription spectacles at Specsavers, you can now get either a free comprehensive eye test or up to 500 rand off your frame or lens enhancements. You get to choose. That's right. Choose either a free comprehensive eye test or up to 500 rand off your frame or lens enhancements. Offer available for a limited time only. Visit specsavers.co.za for more information. T's and C's apply. Specsavers for affordable eye care and a whole lot more. ANN7 presents... The biggest performers, Christina Aguilera, Jason Derulo, The Soil, a.k.a. Giano Sky, Mafiki Zolo. The biggest show ever, live at the Ticket Pro Dome on 17th October. I'll be there, will you? Grab your tickets now at ticketpro.co.za. PSL Radio Show. It's FM South Africa's news and information leader. We continue talking about successes over the weekend, and one of the successes is Platinum Stars up to fourth in the standings with their 2-1 victory over Jomo Cosmos at Olin Park yesterday. And the man who scored the opening goal in that game is on the line. Very, very, very talented Robert Ngambi. Robert, thanks for joining us. Good evening. Good evening, sir. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm all right. I'm all right. Congratulations on uh, on the win, uh, but also congratulations on scoring again. No, thanks a lot. I mean, it's good to be back into the team and, and to have a goal again. Well, look, let's talk about that. It took you a while to get a uh, work permit. Why so long to get issued, and why aren't you registered as a South African citizen? I mean, you've, you've been in South Africa now for a number of years. Yeah, of course, I've uh, got uh, some other problems uh, with the team. I think they're dealt with it very well. Uh, I did apply like uh, two years back, but I think they rejected. So, yeah, this time I think it was successful. Okay, well, I, 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 I'm glad to see you back and playing at least regardless. But uh, just take us through that goal, Robert. Uh, you, you looked like you made a quick call and just capitalised on what was an unaware Cosmos defence. Yeah, I mean, I saw that they, they, they defended a lot of concentration. Uh, everyone was sleeping there, so I think it was... Uh, a quick move between me and Mabena, I think he saw the speed and yeah, it was well, well taken goal. Yeah, well taken goal. But speaking of Mabena, uh, you're 2-0 up and cruising and Mabena receives a red card. What were you thinking at the time? I think it was just unfair because I don't think it was a red card because uh, he was pushed by the other player who was putting pressure behind him. So I think he was just unfair to get a red card. But on my, on, when I saw it, I think it wasn't a red card. Yeah, I, part of the game, football. yeah, fair enough. But I mean, how, how tough was it to absorb the pressure from Cosmos in that second half playing with 10 men? Yeah, it was very, very difficult. I think it was a game change. After Mabena got the red card, I think we took the control of the game the whole first, uh, for the first for the five minutes. But second half, I think it was the different ball game because they, they used one man advantage. I think it was very, very difficult for us. But I mean, I was 
very, very proud with the guys the way that we, we, the way we fought, the way we defended. I think we, we did we did very, very well. Uh, Eisenstapo was named man of the match yesterday. Obviously, the defence has been uh, an area that that you, you have been concerned about in the in the past, and certainly Kevin Johnson was working on last season. Uh, are things a lot better defensively? Yeah, I mean exactly. I mean uh, for us, I mean to be if you want to be the successful team and to want to pick up points, I think we got to start by defending well. Uh, if we can even collect a point each and every game that we play, I think it can give us an advantage. So we really wanted to defend well before we, because we know that any we can score in every, any team that we play. So I think for us, we have to concern about our defense before we go forward. Yeah, talking about going forward though, obviously uh, you and Eliza Rogers scoring the goals, both senior players, both experienced players, Does that is that hugely significant in the sense that senior players need to perform for the youngsters around them to gain the experience and to, to start gelling with the, the team for greater success? Yeah, exactly. As a senior player, I think we have to show the example in the team, I mean, by doing the job in the place. So I think we start trying to do our job by uh, putting a team in the good position which is to score goals and get the maximum points. Robert, if I can just ask you, what does this mean overall now for Platinum Stars in terms of setting the tone for the season? You're unbeaten in the league from your four matches that you've played so far. I think we always take one game when it comes. I think we don't want to put ourselves under pressure. We just want to fight the game. The only game that we play at the moment, we pay attention to that game. We put in all our efforts into that game so that we can collect the maximum points but we don't play not to lose we just play our normal football and make sure that we we, we, we give everything that we can Do you feel that Platinum Stars is going to be a competitive side this season are you going to be challenging for league honours and further domestic cup honours I think we don't want to put ourselves under pressure by saying we want to win the league but I think we just want to do better than we did last season we know that last season we didn't do well we fought for the we're down there fighting for education, which is we don't want to see ourselves in that situation again. So I think for us, we we ran a recent uh, of what happened last season, so we're going to do better than that. But I think we can do that. We can do better, and we can fight for for honor this season again. I want to ask you. I mean, it's it's been over a month since the league started, but by the time you play your next game against. Chipper United next Tuesday, it's going to be nearly two months since the league started, and by the time you actually have finished playing seven games, it'll be nearly three months since the league began. Do you feel that the, do you feel that the giant gaps between games for cup and international breaks has been disruptive to, to your momentum? Yeah, I think sometimes when you're not doing well, you think that like really breaks really it helps you, I mean, to get the complex break, but when you're doing well, winning games and you go for a break, I think it breaks the momentum. But I think for us, it's better if we just keep on uh, concentrating and keep on working hard and make sure that we excel all the mistakes that we've been doing. Whether we win the game or lose the game, there's always mistakes that the team always have to, to, to count on. And so I think it's always also it's also to, to, to look on certain areas of the team that we, we're lacking. We lack, we, we, I mean, we're lacking so that we can improve on that. Robert, uh, just one last question before before I let you go. You, you're the type of player that people enjoy watching, but are you still enjoying your game now? I mean, to be fair, you're, you're into the twilight of your career, so to speak. Yeah, exactly. I mean, uh, it's because of the help of my teammates and then the second staff, the physical trainers, and everyone at the club. I think the, the coaches that they're giving, they're giving it to me, the coaches that they're showing me, 
I think what it's what makes a difference. So I think yeah, I'm enjoying the game because of the people around me. Also, they they're really very supportive. Well, Robert, it's uh, it's great to see you back in scoring, and uh, thanks very much for m- making time to chat to us. Best of luck against Chipper United next Tuesday as well. Yeah, thanks a lot. Thanks for your good day. Dwayne DeLocca on SAFM. We continue on SFM, South Africa's news and information leader, looking back at the weekend that was. And, uh, of course, last season we caught up with Sammy Troughton, uh, the Yamatux coach, a few times during the uh, quite impressive nine-match unbeaten run in the league uh, that included some very impressive results. But uh, Bidvis Fritz winning the Battle of the Universities over the weekend um, means that Yamatux have now lost three of their four matches to start the season. So what has changed? Let's find out. We've got the coach of the University of Pretoria, Sammy Troughton, on the line. Sammy, thanks for joining us. Good evening. Yeah, nice to, nice to hear from you, Matt. Uh, look, you must feel a bit disappointed after yesterday, I suppose, but uh, do you feel you deserved something from the game? Yeah, no, I do. Uh, you know, it was a bit of a battle. Uh, the first half was pretty even, Stephen, uh, and Kwana had a good chance for us, but uh, he maybe made a wrong decision in terms of finishing. Second half, they came out, and uh, we were a little bit slack in defence, dealing with the cross, and... Uh, you know, they still in at the back post and got a goal. Then we basically pressed for the rest of the second half. <clears throat> and it was one of those days that it just didn't fall for us. You know, we we had all the pressure on Vitz. Uh, we did go a bit rude walking because we, we we brought on Lucky McTussie, who's really strong. And it was one of those days that, yeah, maybe you've got to give credit to Vitz. They held strong and defended sternly. Uh on another day, I thought we could have had one or two goals, but yeah, it disappointed me. You know, the, we were uh, dead set on getting a result yesterday, and to come out with nothing again is a huge disappointment. So. Yeah. And uh, I've got to take, obviously, you know, the majority of the, the blame for that uh, failure, you know. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 what, what was similar for me is, I mean, you played in a sense very similar to the uh, Pulakwani match, and you won that 3-0. It was simply a case of converting on some of the pressure that you'd built. I mean, is it boiled down to some of the young and experienced squad that you have, uh, the fact that you can't always convert pressure into a goal? Yeah, look, I think uh, there is still one or two. We had a couple of debutants yesterday. Uh, we had we Ted Manyai, the captain, still suspended. Uh, Fakili or Biso was also suspended. So we had to throw in youngsters at the back, but we signed these players, so we expected a, a job to be done, and they came through well. Uh, but being Chucks, we're taking a little bit of time. We would have liked to have been more settled before the season started. Uh, but we were still... You know, bringing players in late on in pre-season and up to the end of the window period, uh, you know, not an ideal situation to have a settled team and a team of players that understand and relate to each other. But in saying that, it's not really new. You know, the, the club is that's that we don't really go out and buy players. It's, it's not within our means uh, to an extent. So, you know, it's not as if it's something we've had to always do, but it's not an ideal situation, but it is something that the management are aware of and are trying to improve on. 
Yeah, financial strain, and of course, red cards, as I say, to, to key players are two of the things, I suppose, that uh, aren't ideal, especially at the start of the season. But, you know, Sammy, I mentioned that purple patch from last season, the nine-game unbeaten run. What's different between then yeah. and now? Yeah, man, I think it was uh, obviously a few, uh, well, quite a few different players. Uh, you know, it, it was a change in the coaching. Steve obviously left to go to Amazulu. I took over. Uh, for some or other reason, it may be freshened up, but, uh, yeah, you know, now it's the start of the season. Everybody was on level pegging, so to speak, in terms of beginning of the season, but you can see some teams are surprisingly doing well and others are struggling. So it's a, you know, I've said it a few times. I think this season is going to be very, very tight from top to bottom. It doesn't matter if you're playing a so-called smaller team, uh, Typical games, there is no guaranteed three points. And obviously, we're disappointed only to have picked up three points so far, but, you know, you look at your next game, we go away to Kaiser Chiefs, who are sort of confidence and whatever at this period in time. It's going to be tough, but I think besides the concern over the short-term situation, we've also got to look at a little bit further down the line and... Uh, Keep the players' motivation and confidence going and, uh, do our stuff, you know, whether it's selection of players, keeping the players confident. You know, we know we do have limitations, but, yeah, we'll definitely be working on that over the next 10 days before the 10. So, Sammy, if I can just ask you then, uh, you know, I'm a Tux defending multi-choice Disky Challenge champion, so you got a 100% start to the uh, the season, impressive win again this weekend. Is there any, uh, you know, it, uh, it's difficult for me to reconcile some of those results, but is there any um, sort of thought processes to think maybe maybe I'm going to give a few more of these guys a chance in the, uh, the Absa Premiership, albeit it's a, a lot tougher tier? Yeah, no, mate, uh, look at the end of the day. Uh, PSL is priority. We, we select a squad that's going to do the business for us, PSL, and then the leftovers will go and get a game and, uh, hopefully get a bit of confidence playing for Disky. But, you know, we've, there's no sort of, uh, compromising PSL fixtures. Uh, we try and help out wherever we can with, with some of the players. But, uh, it's not a case of we, Focusing on Super Disky too much, or get it. Look, it's a it's a it's a great t- tournament and a good experience and a good opportunity for some players that maybe have lost form coming back from injury or whatever. But we're not over focused on Super Disky. Obviously, huh, our huge priority is with PSL fixtures and selection. You know. Yeah, fair enough. But uh, I certainly wish you the best of luck then in your preparations working towards the uh, game against the defending league champions, guys, the Chiefs, Sammy. Uh, and I certainly hope to see a turnaround in your fortunes. You're playing well enough. Just hope to get the results coming through. But thanks for joining us tonight. No, thanks for the opportunity. Cheers, man. PSL Radio Show. Radio Show. 
Uh, time for uh, us to check out, but just a reminder, this week is going to be a quiet week in the uh, PSL. Only one PSL match being played. It is the week, of course, of the MTN8 final, an opportunity to grab your tickets. Head down to Port Elizabeth. If you are in Port Elizabeth, grab your tickets. Go and watch the action. Ice Cape Town kicking off against uh, Kaiser Chiefs at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. It's uh, Black Aces and Pirates who meet in the only absolute premiership uh, fixture this week. That'll be on Friday evening as Pirates return from Egypt. That's all we've got time for. Now, Lady Muller is up next after the news with the talk shop. Janet Whitten on AM Live tomorrow. And Brad Brown is back between 6.30 and 7 tomorrow. But from the PSL radio show, Second Jalo team tonight, producer Siobhan Chetty and me, Dwayne DeLocker, have a lovely evening. Cheers. It's 7 o'clock.